brains inside that face that know how to save hundreds on home insurance. Woo! Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Based on recent survey of new customers who switched and saved. Underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Your home for Clemson women's basketball. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar. Where every day is game day. For a stronger connection, Upcountry Fiber, upcountryfiber.com. We love Upcountry Fiber. Love fast speed, fiber optic internet. It is uh, awesome. Um, my great friends over at, at Upcountry Fiber have the best people, the best products, uh, and doing it at no introductory pricing and no contracts. So if you have to leave, some, you move, let's say. You're not buying out that contract. We love it for a stronger connection. Spartanburg, Greenville, Anderson, Pickens, Oconee Counties, the five upstate counties is upcountryfiber.com. Hey, Mickey, excuse me. A little technical difficulty coming back there. Yeah. We were supposed to be coming back to this. Talking baseball, the man and Bobby Feller, the scooter, the barber, and the nuke. They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque. Especially Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. Can you imagine living in the 1950s in New York and having Mickey, Willie, and the Duke, the three center fielders? Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, Duke Snyder. Snyder with the Dodgers, Mays with the Giants, and Mantle with the Yankees. The three most iconic outfielders. And it probably time in there where DiMaggio probably overlapped. DiMaggio and Mantle in the same outfield, maybe. <laughs> maybe, but interesting stuff. And just having that conversation. Like, every kid in New York City was either a Mays fan, a Snyder fan, or a Mantle fan. Mm. And you had to pick, and you had to go that route. But that's – we won't have that again. I feel like we won't. Um, I want to touch on several things, including a tweet that – uh, hit yesterday about uh, the vulnerability of college sports right now. But can I mention this? And, and, and people are going to take this as a political. I don't mean this as a political um, tweet. I mean it as a, as a sports tweet. But Mike, I got caught yesterday watching, and I don't know why. My daughter was asleep. I didn't feel like it was on TV. I didn't feel like getting up and turning the TV. I don't watch the news hardly anymore. But on one of these news channels, it had the uh, uh, the the Fulton County DA and that trial. Did you know what I'm talking about with this trial? I did. Not trial, but this hearing. My wife, uh, my wife watched a little bit of that last night. So it was on. I got fascinated by it because my, my daughter's asleep on my chest, right? And I'm sitting in this rocking chair and seeing it. And I made I thought a pretty interesting tweet yesterday. So one of the things to talk about her is this boyfriend that they had, and they went to Napa. And like, worth the credit cards, pay for this, and flights, and and then they went to Aruba, and then they went to. Uh, they were always going off on weekly stuff like the cabins in the mountains, and they were going like to Florida and going to Bahamas and going to these places, and like, well, who paid for this trip? Or who paid for that trip? And Mike, I thought I had a great tweet yesterday when I said that the DA from Fulton County needs an NIL deal with a travel agent. 
I don't mean it to be red or blue with that. I just mean, man, it must be good because in a short uh, relationship, they sure did vacation a lot. And I thought that was a pretty funny tweet. So hopefully they'll, uh, people will take it that way. So yesterday, I the the um, the guy Big Ten Information that puts out a bunch of stuff, some of it right, some of it wrong, had I thought was a pretty interesting tweet yesterday, and it says that will some college sports end up having to move to the club level? He says yes, because that we're going to get to a if it's going to be a business, and we always know like it's all about money and the business part of it, then the the supplements that go into all of the Olympic sports stemming from football revenue at some, at a lot of places, if you're going to have to spend, if, you, if these, these athletic departments are making less money because they're having to share it with players and give it to players and cut down. One thing's going to happen is you won't see great, great uh, facility improvements anymore. Uh, with the size of your weight room doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> and so, or stadium renovations and all that maybe. So you won't see all that. But another thing is you can see that, wait a minute, man, if we're having to take these uh, tens of millions of dollars and pay players out of this pool, then maybe we don't have the money to go support volleyball or to support track and field or to support soccer and sport. And I hope not because, Mike, you and I both agree with this. I love going to track meets. I love going to tennis matches. I love going to softball games and baseball games. I love going to to uh, the, the golf programs when they host their tournaments here. You know, I, I love volleyball, so I hope it's not the case. I agree. But <clears throat> on his tweet, he says the most vulnerable college sports right now, tennis, rowing, bowling, rifle, golf, beach volleyball, water polo, sailing, squash, and fencing. And, and let me just go over some things here with that. You can say that. Well, obviously, uh, no, tennis, man. Tennis is a great sport. Clemson has men's and women's tennis. South Carolina has men's and women's tennis. And Georgia has men's and women's tennis. But what I was shocked at when I did some research on this thing is there are tons of major colleges out there that don't have tennis programs. And I I was absolutely surprised by that. It was uh, part of that is that, that Title IX cut back on a lot of men's tennis. The, the, the difficult part of Title IX um, is that there's, there's men's programs that actually miss out and were cut an awful lot. Scholarships were cut out an awful lot. But they had to have the numbers right, so they actually just dropped some of those. Um, like Miami for years, I don't know if they still have it now. Uh, Arizona, Arizona State. So, but there's tons of, a lot of the Big 12 schools don't play tennis anymore. And you're thinking, what? Uh, Iowa dropped their men's tennis program. Like, what? So, that's, that's not surprising that, that tennis would be that. Bowling Green. Uh, actually, Bowling Green cut their baseball program. Baseball, obviously, is not on this list right now. Rowing. See, rowing would be one. I think that would be on, on chopping blocks for a lot of folks because it's a big expense when it comes to scholarships uh, by sport. And let me find this, Mike, if you can. Uh, by sport, 
rowing has a big number. And so if you think about it, let's, let's say that if you have a, a sport that has 20 scholarships and you're going to give out 20 full scholarships, well, you're talking about at, at most places, can we just say $50,000? Is that a good fair number for? That's a good. That's a good round number. A round number, that's a million dollars. You cut out. That's not including coaches' salaries. That's not recruiting. Recruiting. Not including recruiting budgets. That's not recruiting facilities. It's not recruiting those boats. You know they don't give those boats away. But that that's just in scholarship savings alone. That's not food. That's not insurance. That's just in just scholarship savings. You save yourself a million bucks. So if you're in one of these sports. That, that has uh, a, a high participation number, then yeah, I think you're on the, the chopping block. Like, you're in trouble. Um, well, tennis, you're going to have, what, eight to ten players on a team, something yeah. like that. Yeah, and I'm, I'll get the scholarship numbers to you here in a second. Uh, my friend checks in and says, you know, soccer, the, the largest sport in the world – UGA has a women's team. UGA does not have a men's soccer team. University of Georgia does not have men's soccer. Wow. That seems crazy to think that about, right? That does seem crazy. Um, among the other sports on this list, you know, rifle, I get it. I'd hate to see the golf programs go away. Beats volleyball. That's kind of a, a new sport. Um, I didn't know this. Texture, my, my good friend Ralph Patterson, former athletic director, says that tennis and golf are two of the most expensive college sports based upon the money spent per athlete, generally higher than every other sport. So, yeah, you got – those are low participation numbers, but you still have the same – or close to the same travel budget-wise. Like, they're mm. playing the same amount. So, per student athlete, that's a high number. So, you can cut it out that way. Or you can look at it the other way as total expense that with tennis you've got six or seven or eight people that are splitting scholarships their own scholarships whereas like i said rowan might have like 20 i my, my point through all that is man i just i don't want to get to that point in time where we're dropping these sports for club sports but i think you've got your head in the sand if you don't think it's coming i think it's coming and um i, I think that you're going to see you know major cuts coming uh, athletic directors just that's just not going to happen now with that said I, i've got the the number here so we know because the number is weird, baseball is 11.7. All of the men's sports, you will see um, point something. Anytime a man is involved, you're going to see point. Or, or, or you'll, you'll see, the women's sports are all even numbers. The reason that is the case is, is because we cut Title IX, we had to cut 10% right off the board. So baseball did have 13 scholarships at the Division I level. 10% of that is 11.7. That's how you get 11.7. So, like basketball, men's basketball has 13, but women's basketball has 15. Uh, I don't think you'll see women's basketball being cut or, or going club at most places. Here's one that would be very interesting. Lacrosse is 12.6 for men, and just 12 for women. That's a That's a pretty big number. Ice hockey's 18 for women. Uh, rowing is twenty. I knew it was a big number. That that's a that's a big expense. Again, the the facility wise is going to stay the same. That's a, that's a, a almost a fixed deal. The the travel budget. I don't know if you're putting twenty people, you're having to take that uh, those trucks to carry the boats and things like this. It's all very very expensive. You'd be shocked. 
at how many millions of dollars it takes to run a rowing program and without any kind of income at all. So the point through all that is that you're, you're, you're creating no revenue. It, it go, it's free to get into a Clemson volleyball game. Is it free, Mike? Do you know? Yes, Clemson tennis match is free? Yes. So you're creating zero revenue. But you got a million, two million, three million, four million dollar budgets for these sports. What's that tell you? But when you start having to make cuts, what's going to be on the, on the chopping table? But the ones that have a net loss of that way. And even, and I would think that you say women's basketball is safe, but you see where like the defending national champion LSU lost like $7 million in women's basketball last year? Wow. That Ole Miss lost like three point five or $3.8 million in women's basketball next year? So through all of that, um, <clears throat> swimming and diving, women have 14 scholarships. Uh, men have 9.9. Um, we, we've made the argument before, like some of the men's numbers and some of the women's numbers, just that's hard. And it's hard to even think about. But like women's track and field have 18. Men's track and field have 12.6. <clears throat> like that's same amount of events and all that. So that, that numbers, and we talk about equity, if that's fair or not, I don't know. Um, the big expenditures for scholarships would be one thing, but then like he said, like the travel costs because it's the smaller teams per student athlete would be one. I just hate to see, I see the enthusiasm generated by gymnastics here, by softball here, uh, by lacrosse here. Did you do the lacrosse game the other day? Man, it was unbelievable. That stadium, man, that looks beautiful. It's really nice. And a sellout crowd, right? Yep. They packed it out. So hopefully, and, and that's not the difference in, uh, you know, they still will not be, they can sell out every single game from now to the end of time. And you know what, And you're going to lose money. I parked at the bottom of the hill and walked up because mm -hmm. I hadn't got my walk in yet that day. I get up to the, the, the stadium area. There were, there were several hundred people tailgating for oh, yeah. that thing. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. You got to tailgate for lacrosse, Mike. I mean, everybody knows that. I just don't want to see. You know, sports being cut i agree it's it's hard man the families you know clubs and track and field almost got cut uh i was here when wrestling was here and man that's a hard thing to watch and so but it's coming if you if you don't think it's coming get your you get your head to sand because it is coming for sure uh we're gonna talk some acc basketball with um josh williams i do want to tell you about carolina foreign specials i was talking to tim worley who has the greatest voice of, of anybody in radio. We're going to hear some some, uh, some commercials from Tim coming up. Uh, the thing I'm most excited about Carolina Floyd Specials, obviously, is the best uh, quality of work, the high-performance epoxy-based floor, and the, the, the structure of how their company set up, the jobs, that the, the people on these jobs, the way that it goes, the, the warranty on the back end of it, the moving everything. You don't touch it. Uh, and in the end, you're talking about like this, this unbelievable product that comes about. In the end... Uh, it's amazing what you're going to get. But how about this? I'm most excited about mention my name on any garage over 400 square feet and you're going to get $200 off. I could go for saving 200 bucks. Anybody else want to want to save me 200 bucks on something? Uh, I'll go for that. Carolina flooring specialist mention my name, Mickey Plowler, and they're going to give you $200 off when you call Tim Worley and, uh, and sign up for this garage floor. You're going to love it. Eight, uh, 404-8158, 404-8158. 8158 Carolina Flooring Specialist.com. Mention my name. 200 bucks. Great deal. We'll come back. Josh Williams is going to join us. There's a big game in Little John uh, that we want to get into a little bit. 
and uh, he's got something about the, the teams who can win the national championship in college football. We've got some of that as well. Some omissions, who's not on that list? We'll talk about that. Short break, much more right after this. Make 2024 the year you prioritize your health by scheduling preventative health screenings like a colorectal cancer screening. Detecting potential issues early can be the key to a longer, healthier life. Your future self will thank you. With five convenient office locations in Clemson, Greenville, Simpsonville, and Spartanburg, it's easier than ever to take charge of your health with Gastroenterology Associates. Visit gastroassociates.com to schedule your screening colonoscopy. Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screen porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit HarbinLumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300. Hey foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco, with five locations across the Upstate, serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. Award-winning tacos are not all we do. We also offer healthy bowls, delicious salads, crispy quesadillas, and shareables like brisket egg rolls, street corn fritters, and fresh guacamole. The owners, all Upstate dudes, enjoy humbly working alongside the 400 men and women we proudly employ. Don't wait. Your Willie Taco familia is ready to serve you up our twist on funky, fresh fusion. It's the Willie way. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. Share a box or two at your business meeting, at church, or with family and friends during a time of need. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kremes. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kremes. Everlawn Clemson offers independent living options like you've never seen before for adults 55 and older. Alleviate the burden of living at home with chef-prepared meals, transportation services, a fitness room, walking proximity to Patrick Square, and much more. No more cooking, cleaning, or upkeep of a traditional home. Luxury independent living that's all-inclusive with no long-term commitments. Now is your time to thrive with Everlawn. Call today for a free tour, 864-760-8968 and online at everlawnliving.com. Are you tired of being stuck in automated phone loops, desperately trying to reach a real person? Hatflow Co. understands the frustration and they're convinced there's a better way. Hatflow Co. believes in real connections with real people so strongly that they give you direct access to their owner operators for that reason. Visit hatflowco.com and submit their contact form or Call or text 864-216-3400. That's 864-216-3400. Hatflow Code, where personal service makes all the difference. Sure, you can wait until spring for spring cleaning, or you can get an insanely clean home now by calling the experts at Zero Res Air Duct Cleaning today. They use ZR water to clean your carpets like no other, and no sticky soap residue. Your carpets stay cleaner longer. For the rest of the month, mention me, Mickey Plowler, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for just $129, plus a free staircase. Schedule online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glenn Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sunbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. 
You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus. And once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the UpCountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate, UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Six sports minds playing with powerful toys. He's got some tools. 105.5 and 97.5 FM. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Great friends at the Kiwi Financial Group. Greg Wells wants to sit down and talk to you. He wants to look at uh, your current situation. He wants to make sure that you um, have uh, your, a, a financial advisor is going to work for you, is going to work hard for you, is going to cre- uh, get you motivated and give you frequent updates and, and help you bring you along the way to help you reach those goals that you set with him. Setting those goals is a big part of what he does as well. Uh, young people, um, there's a great formula if you just set aside just $100 a week, man. It's like $100 a week. What would that do for you? It really is fascinating to see. Kiwi Financial Group located in Clemson. Love to for you to sit down and call them and, and just take a few minutes, see if he can help you out. Uh, you go to kiwifinancial.com to set up a, a free, no-obligation phone call. Or call Greg at 654-5043, Security and Advisory Services offered through the Strategic Financial Alliance Incorporated, otherwise unaffiliated with Kiwi Financial. To our guest lines, Josh Williams is here. We're going to do this segment. Uh, I love the segment that we do every year in football and, and uh, really in basketball more than anything else. Good morning, J-Dub. How you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you this morning? Fantastic. Uh, every year you give me this this idea of who can win it and who can't win it. We revisit this uh, a few times in the next couple of weeks. But in college basketball, there is a formula based upon offensive and defensive efficiency, I guess. I'll let you explain it to us. but uh, And don't tell me who's, who is omitted from it because I'll give you my, my biggest thoughts on that coming up. But uh, who, who's, who can win it and how do we come up with this with this list? Yeah, I mean, there's multiple factors there, but the one that's just kind of the, the easiest and, and quickest one to look at is, is looking at Kim Palm's rankings. You want to look at the teams that are ranked that have – uh, offensive and defensive efficiencies, uh, both in the top 20 in the country. And basically it just looks at your your balanced teams that uh, don't have uh, glaring holes and uh, glaring deficiencies on one you know one side of the ball, if you want to call it that, you know, be it offensively or defensively. But, uh, you know, as we sit here today, you know, a month or so, you know, left to play, there's six teams that uh, uh, meet that criteria right now. And obviously there's, not, you know, nothing earth-shattering there. You've got, you know, most of them have been ranked up pretty high all year, but you've, you've got Houston, uh, Purdue, Connecticut, Arizona, Tennessee, and Auburn. And a couple of them I want to highlight, and the one I kind of want to highlight there is Auburn. And obviously we saw them a couple nights ago what they did, um, you know, against South Carolina. They kind of uh, remind me a little bit, not saying they'll ultimately end up cutting down the nets, but they kind of remind me a little bit of Connecticut last year in that they've been kind of the the metrics darling, so to speak, all year. I mean, they've been higher uh, in terms of 
Ken Palm than they you know, maybe have been ranked in some of the you know the weekly rankings, but they're the only one actually of, of this bunch that is not only has you know offense and defense ranked in the top twenty, but they're the only one of those six uh, that are in the top ten both on offense and defensive efficiency. Does that surprise you? Yeah, because offensively there are times I've watched it play a couple times this year. Offensively, there are times where they just get lost. Um, now they're better this year than they have been. That was an issue last year. Uh, Bruce Pearl's teams are going to be very athletic. They're long. I watched the South Carolina game for the first half the other night, or parts of the first half the other night. And man, they the athleticism they have, the the way they pressure the basketball, the way they rebound the basketball on both ends, rim protect. Um, man, their athleticism's off the charts. I get that. Uh, I would say that I'd feel better about the defensive end uh, than with the offensive end. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, they're uh, you know, fourth uh, defensively, ninth offensively. But yeah, they they um, they do they have a lot of depth and they they have a lot of interchangeable pieces. Yep. Uh, pretty much one through five, and they you know if if they get. Uh, Point guard goes out in foul trouble. Or the big guy goes out in foul trouble. Yep. They kind of have somebody lined up, ready, ready to go. That uh, you bring them in, it's not really that much of a drop off. So that obviously that's one thing that'll definitely help um, uh, as as you get into the tournament. The one that um, you know, uh, it's you can insert your joke. Obviously, Rick Barnes, Tennessee. Um, you know, Barnes teams in the tournament underperformed quite a bit. I, you know, they they're one that um, I swear anytime I watch them, it just seems to be. Uh, you know their worst game. I mean, I watched them. You know, early in the year, they kind of get run off the floor, make make a furious kind of late comeback against North Carolina. You know, I saw them obviously play against South Carolina. They just could, couldn't score, and uh, they get run off the floor against Texas A and M uh, last week. They're one that they're one that seems like the metrics are um, they're are too high on based on kind of what they've done. I mean, strictly their defense. They're a top ten defense, but every time I see them, they you know they're they're kind of in a shootout. I mean, even you know a, a win they had early in the month against Kentucky, they gave up ninety points. You know, but but their offense is good, and obviously they scored over a hundred. But they're the one I think that kind of looks like the most fragile of that bunch. Well, I would say part of it, the difference in Auburn and Tennessee is, in my opinion, is that Auburn doesn't de- de- really rely on one guy on the offensive end. Where Tennessee connects is their, is their guy. Outside of that, if he has a bad night, a shooting night, if you can shut him down, if you got a great athlete, shut, you know somehow you're not going to shut him down. But but if you can hold him in check, then Tennessee has a hard time in the half court, and Tennessee struggles. Or, and you know you know I, I don't like teams that are that are so heavy you know oriented on, on just one guy. Um, omissions, no Marquette, no Kansas, no North Carolina in that group. Yeah, they're kind of in that next wave that, um, you know, the ones that are kind of closest to, to meeting that criteria, obviously North Carolina is one, uh, Marquette is one, Duke is one, uh, Creighton is also close, uh, Wisconsin is fairly close. But, yeah, Kansas, they have the top 20 defense, but they're outside the top 40 in offense. Uh, really another one in their conference there that's the same thing as Iowa State. You know, they have a top five offense, top excuse me, a top three defense. They're third in defense officially, but they're 45th there in offense. Those are kind of two. Uh, you know, Kansas, I guess, is probably the most surprising of the bunch. They've been, you know, preseason number one, been in top ten all year, obviously have some good wins. But they, uh, I think they have some depth concerns. And, and you've seen it at times when they've got people that are banged up or, or miss a game like uh, one of their guys did the other night. And they, obviously, with 
kind of snowballed on them and they got beat pretty bad. But um, I think they're one that um, depth is probably going to uh, kind of be their uh, bugaboo when it comes to tournament time. I got another bugaboo for you, and these are going to be neutral site games, obviously. <laughs> but do you know what you know? Who, they they beaten one team on the road this year. Did you know who the team they beat? Um, that's a good question. It was in the non-conference. Um, it was in the Champions Classic, I think, wasn't it? No, they beat Indiana uh, in Bloomington. It's the only road game because in, in conference, they lost to Central Florida. They've lost – I'm sorry, they beat Oklahoma State on the road too. Uh, they lost to, to West Virginia on the road. They lost at Iowa State. They lost at Kansas State. They lost at Texas Tech. And this is a team that just can't win away from home right now. I know they play all the neutral site games kind of early on in, their, in those classic games. But, man, this team away from Allen Fieldhouse – tends to struggle a little bit uh and then you look at north yeah, carolina kind of surpri- yeah. i'm sorry yeah it's kind of surprising because i mean it's not like they're a, a young team they've no, got that's right obviously several several transfers they're they've got a lot of veteran guys so yeah that's, that's a little bit surprising if you told me north carolina was not in that list three weeks ago i'd been surprised but losing to georgia tech to clemson and to syracuse let me remind you this uh georgia tech's three and eleven in the league Syracuse is seven and seven in the league, and Clemson's seven and six in the league. It's not like the the North Carolina losses are to you know great teams either. And one of those was at home, the Clemson loss. So I I think North Carolina's a little bit like, um, even though they got two or or three, um, but I think North Carolina doesn't have offensive depth. I mean, if Davis and, and Baycott doesn't get it done, then maybe Ingram. I don't trust Ryan enough at this point in time. I don't know if they have enough offensive depth. You know, you shut down. Yeah, that, the game, the game against Syracuse the other night was just, um, you know, after watching Clemson kind of get whatever they wanted on offense. Yeah. Uh, in the game on Saturday, um, you know, kind of the two things you've got. Uh, I don't know. Baycott just looked. Uh, I don't know. Like he he wasn't looking wasn't aggressive trying to get the ball, wasn't uh, wasn't uh, looking to score that much. I mean, Syracuse threw a zone at him, and it really just kind of disrupted the offense. But two, uh, Cormac Ryan and Ingram, if you can make them have to put the ball on the floor yep. and not be set shooters, yep. that's, that's a big deal. And what Syracuse continually picked on, uh, as good as Davis and, and Cadeau have been, they're small guards. And Syracuse has very athletic guards with a little bit of length, and they continually just picked on that. They could shoot right over top of them, uh, and they drive. They drove it, and that that that, uh, that was something they just didn't have an answer for. I'm a little surprised Marquette's not in that list, though. Marquette's playing very well right now. They're on a nice run right now, and in the new year, Marquette's playing maybe maybe as well as anybody. Shaka's team's obviously going to get after defensively, but. Maybe maybe offensively might struggle a little bit, but I'm a little surprised that that Marquette's not in that list. Yeah, they're, they're probably the closest to uh, to jumping in. They're 22nd offensively. Uh, they've got 13th defensively, and you've seen them kind of uh, adapt and and uh, you know really kind of early in the year they were kind of you could tell in some spots where they were missing a little bit last year of the things that Prosper uh, did with his athleticism and defense and rebounding, but uh, they've kind of 
kind of got their pieces in order now and really kind of seem to be hitting their stride. See, final point on on the North Carolina deal, because I'm going to talk some ACC here in a second. Josh Williams is our guest. We're talking basketball and who can win the national championship. When North Carolina gives up 84 to Duke and 80 to Clemson and, and 86 to Syracuse, if if you, we, we sit here talking about how this is the best defensive team that we've seen from North Carolina in years, and Hubert Davis has got these guys buying on defensive end, and then you get up in the 80s, uh, you you got to play to your strengths. And, and I think of North Carolina moving forward – They've got to go back to winning those 75-65 games, 76-66, like uh, you know, some of the games earlier in the year. You start getting up and down the pace uh, with some depth issues that they might have. Uh, you got to get back to playing like who you are. If if we're going to give you credit because of the great defense you're playing, then you got to produce and you got to go back to that style. Make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it, they definitely um, – you could tell going into the Duke game for sure that uh, pushing the pace was – was obviously one of their uh, key points they were wanting to hit in that game, and uh, and obviously it, it worked quite a bit. And uh, you know you just got into a shootout and outscored them. And uh, but yeah, I think uh, you know they were their twelfth defensive efficiency right now. If I want, if I'm not mistaken, you know a few weeks ago that number was top five. So yeah, you've seen it come down a little bit, and uh, you know. We'll we'll see how they kind of wreck the ship, but they've, yeah, they've uh, there's been some, you know, Clemson kind of uncovered a couple things with, uh, you know, teams are sagging off Cadeau. I mean, he's essentially a twenty yep. percent three point shooter, so that yep. kind of limits your spacing a little bit. Yep. You know, I, you might see a lot of teams throw zone at him now. All right, I'm gonna leave you with this on this on this subject before we talk ACC quickly. Uh, and I heard this the other day, and I want to make sure, and it is right. But going back to your Auburn comments. Auburn is the only team, I think I'm right to say it, the only team in the country that uh, they're 20 and 5 right now. All 20 of their wins have been by double digits. Double digits. Isn't yeah. That some? And that, that's, yeah, that's another part that uh, uh, really kind of hits to what uh, kind of what UConn did last year. UConn did it more so with uh, like every non Big East opponent they played, you know, they've been won by double digits, but yeah, Auburn's taking it a little bit step further and that they've beaten everybody, yeah, by yeah. double digits. And uh, of the five losses, four of them were by single digits. So every single digit game they played, they've lost. They did lose double digits to Florida, but they're 20 and one in games decided by 10 points or more. Interesting stuff. Hey, uh, huge game. I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, because they only play once. The fourth place team in the ACC, that double by team. I, I made the statement earlier, uh, Josh, and see if you agree or not. I don't think Wake Forest or Clemson or Pittsburgh or NC State or Florida State or Syracuse or maybe Virginia Tech, I don't think any of those teams are good enough to win four games in four days. But I think especially at Clemson, maybe at Pittsburgh, maybe at NC State, I don't know. Some of these teams might be good enough to win three games in three days. That's why the double by is so important. Can you give me a, a, a thought on who you think's the – the fourth best team in the league, or, or, or not that, maybe, you know, counting Virginia in there as a third seed, uh, the team that has the best chance moving forward for that fourth spot? Yeah, I mean, you see, uh, as you talked about, it's basically, uh, you know, Wake, Clemson, NC State, Florida State, Pittsburgh, kind of in a, in a, in a group right now, and, um, you know, Wake's one game ahead. But if you look at, you know, the remaining schedule down the stretch, you know, Clemson pretty much they play all those. They play NC State, you know, Florida State, Pittsburgh. They and they finish the year uh, at Wake Forest. And 
if you look at Clemson's schedule, um, you know, they've, they're going to be favored by, you know, seven, seven to nine points, uh, projected in the rest of the games until the Wake Forest game. So they've got a chance to stack some wins here. Um, I'd say out of that bunch, NC State's probably, uh, which is why this weekend's game is is big. But you know they, they've lost uh, you know five out of seven, I think it is. Um, they might be kind of playing the worst. I, uh, but uh, yeah, I think uh, when it comes down to it, you know, and Pitt, uh, we've seen what they've done. They I mean, they've won at Virginia at Duke. Um, so Clemson's kind of got a good win uh, at their place uh, in December. So you know, I, I think when it kind of boils down to it, it's probably. Clemson, Wake, and give me Pittsburgh now. Don't sleep on Pittsburgh. Yeah, it could, be, yeah, it could be Pittsburgh. Yeah, beat State, um, beat Virginia, won four in a row. I think Pittsburgh is a, is a team that's playing a lot better as of late. Yeah, they've you know Six they've got seven. really yeah young athletic guards that have really kind of come of age now, and they uh, it's making a difference. Great stuff. Always appreciate it. Love hearing from you, buddy. Um, let's talk, if we can, next week. Let's talk about those those things. Seedings, you know, numbers, lines, what people are on. Let's get into it as we get farther into February next week. All right, man. You guys have a good weekend. Josh Williams, J-Dub, talking some college basketball. Love that segment. Uh, come, come back, short break. John Stillwell is going to join us. We have more legislation about wildlife and about deer. We'll see what John says about that after a very short break. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Gabby. Hey, Gabby. It's Jennifer Coolidge. Hi. I'm, I'm so glad I reached you at 2 a.m. Oh, of course. Anyone with a Discover card can call and talk to a real person 24-7. Now, how can I help? Yeah, I used my Discover card to buy these yellow pleather pajamas, and I'm just not sure I'm pulling them off. 24-7 U.S.-based customer service. It pays to Discover. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Craving a late-night bite after the game? Order on the Wendy's app. Stuck at work? Forgot your lunch at home? Order on the Wendy's app. No time to cook before taking the kids to soccer practice? Order on the Wendy's app. You catching my drift here? It's never been easier to get fresh food fast. Download the Wendy's app today to experience just how simple it really is. Join the rewards program and start earning points. New offers are added all the time. So what are you waiting for? Order on the app and visit your local Wendy's today. At Carter Color Company in Clemson, you can get the Benjamin Moore paint that you need to finish any project that you're working on. If it's interior paint you're looking for, we have a great selection of colors and finishes that will complement any room in your home or business. Our Element Guard exterior paint provides protection against wind-driven rain, excessive humidity, and other harsh weather conditions, and with three finishes to choose from. Your home will stand out among the rest. Come see us at 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson, or the web at cartercolor.com. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment is your premier independent local construction equipment rental and sales source. With three locations in the upstate and one in North Georgia, our Takeuchi lineup of track loaders, excavators, and wheel loaders, and full line of attachments are ready to make your jobs easy. So don't settle for less. Choose the best with Bennett and Takeuchi. Proudly supplying equipment in our region for 24 years. When you need equipment in the upstate or North Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. Is your crawl space damp or musty? Water in your crawl space can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist 
specializes in crawl space repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawl space is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176 or visit cantycanfixit.com. I'm Will Davis with the Davis Law Group. Davis Law Group offers comprehensive family court services across the state. If it's in family court, we handle it. From emergency custody cases to dividing millions of dollars in assets, we're the team you want in your corner. We help hardworking dads secure time with their kids. We help dedicated moms and wives achieve financial stability. We have the honor of helping build non-traditional families through adoption and third-party custody cases. We believe that families come in all shapes and sizes. Contact us today at davis.law. Let us see how we can help eBay Motors is here for the ride. 120,000 miles of night drives, daily commutes, and who knows how many. Are we there yet? Through countless fixes, elbow grease, and a new radiator, you kept your ride alive. With eBay Motors, you have over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Gabby. Hey, Gabby. It's Jennifer Coolidge. Hi. I'm, I'm so glad I reached you at 2 a.m. Oh, of course. Anyone with a Discover card can call and talk to a real person 24-7. Now, how can I help? Yeah, I used my Discover card to buy these yellow pleather pajamas, and I'm just not sure I'm pulling them off. 24-7 U.S.-based customer service. It pays to Discover. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. The Mickey Plyler Show, forming the upstate since circa 1834. Dang, that is old. Monday through Friday, right here on The Roar, where every day is game day. No matter how it all turns out, we still play the game. That's the way baseball goes, baby. That's the way it goes. <clears throat> Cloudy days or skies. I'm going either Boxcar Willie or David Allen Coe. No. Merle Haggard. There you go. Merle Haggard. You're headed in a good direction. Merle. Uh, and that's a baseball song. Well, and it's funny because he modified one of his original hits and changed it to That's the Way Baseball Go. Well, that's the way it go. I like it. Uh, welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Patterson's Tax Service. Uh, I got the text earlier today, six straight years from Brad and Clemson to go in the Patterson's Tax Service. I love it. P-A-T-T-X.com, pattax.com, 864-859-8289. We love the Patterson's Tax Service. I love what they've done for me and my family. Uh, they're going to save you money. They're going to get you, uh, you know, after tax season, they're going to get your LLC set up, get your 501c3 set up. They're going to do all of your uh, uh, bookkeeping, payroll, accounting type stuff. They'll do all that for you. Uh, before that point in time, folks, get your taxes done and get it done right. Between now and the next uh, two and a half months, that's what they're going to be doing. And we are in the middle of February now, soon middle of March, then middle of April. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to fly by. Get your appointment done today. Walk-ins are welcome. But they'd love for you to make the appointment. Anywhere you can hear my voice, 864-859-8289. This segment sponsored by our great friends over at Jinx, Inc. Realty. And uh, for the... Outdoor Hunting and Fishing Report. Our good friend John Stillwell joins us. Good morning, John. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Mickey. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. You sent me a text this morning saying we have updates, some legislative updates in the state of South Carolina? 
Yeah, I just, uh, you know, last time I was on, I, I talked about the, the turkey bill uh, that, that's been introduced. Um, that uh, if you remember, it'll change the season to uh, 30, 31-day season statewide from April 10th to May 10th. So basically a later start date and the same start date statewide, as well as uh, reducing the number of turkeys you can you can harvest from three to two. So um, uh, I think it's a, a good thing personally. So I'm glad to see it advancing. Uh, this week it was passed out of the House Committee on Agriculture uh, and sent to the House floor. So at some point it'll be uh, it'll be taken up for a vote uh, by the full House. Um, so that's the status of that bill. Um, and uh, another bill that I've wanted to highlight, and I'll talk about a couple more th- uh, legislative things, uh, just to, just FYIs, but uh, one that was introduced the, since the last time I talked to you uh, that I personally don't think is, is good legislation is one, uh, a bill was introduced to allow for uh, uh, for landowners or their their designees to uh to depredate deer hogs and in the words of the bill other wild animals that that uh that impact crops but it allows them to do it without a permit uh which currently south carolina dnr has a depredation permit program uh where landowners farmers especially obviously can apply uh to uh, harvest deer or, or, or hogs, mostly deer, out of season uh, if, it, if they're having impact on their crops, which certainly does happen, and uh, especially in the lower part of the state, you see, you see a lot of impacts from, from deer damage on crops like soybeans and corn and, and, uh, and peanuts. But um, I don't think it's a good idea for this one to allow for that to happen without having to get a permit. And then uh, and it's a little too open-ended, a little too ambiguous. And to my knowledge, DNR doesn't turn people down who apply for that permit program. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, hopefully hopefully uh, it, it won't make it very far, um, but uh, but just not a good idea to get to let people have carte blanche to harvest, uh, harvest deer out of season uh, without having to go through a permitting process that's monitored. So... Uh, those are the two major updates. Um, uh, and then just a couple other small updates, FYIs for people. Uh, some people may not know that, that uh, last year uh, legislation did get passed to where we're going to have uh, electronic check-in for big game harvest like deer and bear and things like that. So we've had tagging on deer, and now we're taking the next step on that like we did with turkeys where when you harvest an animal, uh, you can use the app or you can call in on the phone or log on to your computer to electronically report your harvest, which is a great thing for uh, helping our, our uh, wildlife managers track harvest and understand uh, and understand um, what kind of what kind of impact we, we as hunters are having on the on the resource. Um, and then the final thing I kind of want to highlight is uh, is uh, something that's also been passed out of the the House Agriculture Committee. Uh, that's a good thing, I think, and probably will probably will go th- will go through the legislative process and become law. Uh, is uh, is the bill that allows deer processors to uh, accept uh, payment uh, for their processing fee from someone other than the hunter uh, who harvests that that animal. So, what this helps with is a couple things. One is 
uh, one is uh, obviously some people, you know, processors get stuck with deer uh, that people bring in and they may pay a deposit on, but then they never come back and pick it up. And so currently the processor can't recapture any fee from anyone else for that for that venison. Let's say there there's people who don't hunt who but who do appreciate having some venison. Uh, this bill would allow the processor to accept payment from those folks for that venison to be able to, to not get stuck uh, not get stuck with that uh, labor cost uh, unrecovered. And also it would allow uh, uh, donut payment from outside groups like uh, Hunters for the Hungry uh, who uh, who uh, would love to pay for pay for processing for donation of venison to food to food pantries and things like that. So that, so that's the bill that's going through that that uh, will probably make it through and be a good thing. So just a few highlights uh, that, that's going on legislatively that I thought people would be interested in. Um, especially uh, keep your eye on that one about depredation. Uh, just you know. Don't think that's a good that's a good bill, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, if you agree with me, you'll uh, let your legislator know and oppose it, and and uh, it won't make it very far. Trying to texture writes in from the eight hundred three area code. Uh, farmers have a thousand or up to a thousand dollars per acre invested in crops. So they should be allowed to shoot deer without permits to protect their investment. Um, is that does that hold water in your mind, or is that a controversial thing in your mind? Should should that happen in your mind? I, I I agree that they should be able to do that. If and, and it's as simple as calling DNR and having a wildlife biologist come out and acknowledge the damage and give them a permit. Uh, it's it's not hard to get that permit. And then you know we we you need to have some guidelines on it. It's not it's not about not letting farmers get depredation or handle you know handle deer that are impacting their crops. It's about having some guidelines on it and being able to track it. And, uh, you know, because crops are an important economic driver in this state and, and it's important to farmers and, and uh, everybody acknowledges that, uh, but so is wildlife. And so it needs to be managed and it needs to be controlled. You know what else we need, John? We need better mental health for our deer because I had a deer commit suicide on Monday by jumping out in front of my car. Uh, well, the, the, you should have got a little louder on the phone. That, that should have been taken care of. It was obvious that he had some problems, um, some mental health problems, but he really he was ready to end it. And um, man, I just felt bad for him. But it was I, I was in the, uh, I was down in Newberry County speaking to the Newberry Touchdown Club, and I was about three miles from downtown and on a on a backcountry road, and uh, he was down again in a ditch, really. Um, and just he, I, I saw him, but he decided that was it. It's time to go. That's that's usually the way how you, you, know, you usually do see them, and then they just for no reason decide uh, that that's that's the time to jump out in the road. So yeah. I, I hate that happens, especially in the fall when when we're in the rut and, and they're and they're chasing around and, and getting out in that road even more. But uh, hopefully, hopefully everybody was all right and yeah. started wasn't damaged too bad. Well, uh, good news is I'm not totaled out. So I like my car. My car is old and it's got a lot of miles on it. I like my car, and you know you're not gonna get what's worth. But Brad Hughes has been great, and forty five hundred dollars of damage that they'll cover, and uh, I'll be in a little rental car for a, a week or so, and hopefully get this thing back right. But anyway, uh, Texture said that, that it was a Forty ers deer fan that did that on uh, on Monday. <laughs> hey, uh, tell us about Jinxic Realty. What you guys do, and why you're the best at what you guys do. Man, we're um, 
yeah, with this weather this week, being it makes you want to get out in the woods, uh, we're definitely been doing that. Um, uh, got some great new stuff. Uh, Jinx has got some some stuff down in the Ware Shoals Donalds area with some nice tracks down there uh, that are getting a lot of interest. Um, you know, the, if, if we can get inventory on the market, it's it's tended to do pretty well. So if you if you've been thinking about it, man, call us because uh, you might be surprised uh, surprised what the market holds for your property, and uh, and we've uh, certainly. Uh, feel like we're the right folks to help you with it so uh, give us a call at 864-631-2770 or uh, go to the website all all our contact info is there and all of our properties uh, for sale are there uh, at at jirland.com we'd uh, we'd love to hear from you and uh, and love to help you always good stuff man i appreciate it i hope you guys enjoy this beautiful weather this weekend and we'll talk to you next friday all right guys thanks a lot that's John Stillwell doing a great job for us there. Jinx Inc. Realty, great sponsors of that segment. My friend Red's been hanging on. Red, sorry I couldn't get to you there for a second. I uh, hope you're doing well, buddy. How you been? Oh, uh, Mickey, man, I'm doing good. I, I enjoyed listening to the, the um, podcast with those guys. But, uh, hey, um, I wanted to let you know, man, you never know who you're touching when you're on the radio. Mickey, I met a guy last night. His name is Dylan, and he's a big listener of you. And he plays golf. He does PGA stuff and all this stuff, man. And he listens to you religiously, and he wanted to meet me. And come to find out, man, he's going through the same thing that me and Cassandra went through with Sam. They're kinship caregiving for a little kid that is a wonderful kid, man. And they're trying to get adopt him and stuff, man. And he said he listens to the show, man. He heard my story with you, and you you touch his life so much every morning that, you know, it's almost like he said that you get him through the day. And I just wanted to let you know, man, you well, touching people on this video, Mickey. That's too kind of you, buddy. That's way too kind of and And for him as well. You know, the thing I always I tell some of our younger producers and some people advice given to them is like, you don't know who's on the other end of these of the radio and you don't know what they're going through on that day yeah. and or what's going on in their life. And so we try to provide, you know, for the most part, lighthearted. We're, we're serious about it. We like that people are serious about sports, but, but you don't know what people are going through and yeah. people are, have, have a lot of, of things happening. So hopefully we're able to, to provide a little bit of that for them, but, but that's great to me. Great stuff for sure. Hope, hope everything goes well with their, their adoption and everything. Yep, and we, we were able to help them through some stuff last night because Sandra talked to them and kind of eased their mind a little bit. But it just goes to show you, Mickey, you do more on the radio than you think sometimes. Yeah. You you help a lot of people, brother. That's too kind of you to share that, my friend. I hope you all are well. Big Sunday. Yeah. Hey, uh, if somebody wants to come and volunteer, Sunday dinner with a twist.org. Is that the best yes, way? Yes, sir. Come on out at 2111 North Pleasantburg. Every Sunday at 3.30, we meet there, and we have a good time, and we'll go out and feed some of our Sunday dinner family. Can't wait, man. Looking forward to that and looking forward to hearing more things about when you guys visit us next week. Yes, sir. You have a great day, buddy. Thank you, Red. Yeah, Mike, you never know who's listening, but also you don't know what people are going through. And and the other thing is that sports is a – sports is supposed to be fun and lighthearted because the real life is happening – Real life doesn't stop because of a sporting event, because of a win or a loss. 
a championship or trade or a firing when that real life goes on and you don't know who's listening you don't know who's what they're going through on the other end of that radio hey short break we'll come back get you the biggie games of the week in hour number three WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar.